Hello and welcome to the Daily Summation podcast from Kurtz Religion and Politics. This uh, podcast is the audio from a YouTube slash Rumble video uh, that can be found on the Kurtz Religion and Politics channel on each of those places. I hope you enjoy the podcast and by all means let me know via whatever mechanism is available if you do or don't. Thank you very much and now on with the podcast. Good morning and welcome to today's edition of the Daily Summation. Today is Friday, October the 16th of 2020, and I am your host. My name is Kurt, and I'm glad to see you this morning. Again, this is the Daily Summation for Kurt's Religion and Politics. You can see the videos on YouTube and Rumble, and you can also check out my podcast if you want to do so. Today, I wanted to spend my time talking about uh, the idea that identity includes choice. You may not think about it like this, so I'm going to kind of break this down for you. When my child was born, when my son was born, he was poked and prodded and all of these various things to kind of determine who he was physically, what it, what he, you know, what kind of person he was, you know, in terms of the physical him. Did it, what color were his eyes? What color, you know, what, uh, did he have properly formed ears? Did he have good fingers and toes and so forth? And then over the course of time, he began to sort of do his own thing, to start do things, uh, even as a baby, and it started to show you his identity in terms of of how he reacted to things and so forth. So I point out that one of the things that he did was he reacted to light when he was in the hospital. He closed his eyes anytime the the overhead light was on, and that can often be a portent, right? It can often tell you that somebody's light sensitive. Well, it turns out that really wasn't much of a problem, and that's actually an interesting point because what it means is sometimes though something might be true for a period, it's not true for a very long time. So you can sort of call it part of your identity for a period, but in reality, it's only your your identity, part of your identity for a short time. And and that's an important realization, right? Because what you'll find is that, so so say for example, I as a kid, I used to really not like pumpernickel and rye breads, and these days I love them. I think they're both great. I used to stick chewing gum, chew it, uh, stick it in sugar and stick it in the freezer to freeze it and then chew it again, right? I, I can't even hardly chew chewing gum these days. I do it every once in a while. The point there is that your your preferences, your you could say your identity changes over the course of time, right? Another interesting point, another interesting consideration is that there are things that are parts of people's identities that if they act on those things, it would be a really, really bad idea. And so what that brings about is the idea that there's choice associated with that preference and that the preference is associated to identity largely, not always, but usually, right? So what happens is a person decides that they're going to, that they're, quote, gay, that they're homosexual, however you want to term that, they make that decision and that means that their preference towards who they're going to associate with is people of the same sex from a sexual and long-term relationship, you know, what many would term marital, that's not really a very valid thing, type of relationship, right? And the, the point of that is that people like to say, well, they have no choice in that. No, actually they do. I could, if I chose to, get into relationships with other men. I choose not to. Granted, that's a base, that's based on my preference for for 
the opposite sex as opposed to my sex. Granted, that's true, but it, but it's and it's also true that I would identify as what people refer to as a heterosexual. But the truth is, I could, if I wanted to, make a choice for something other than what I naturally, you could say, naturally am, right? So the point I'm making here is, uh, you know, that, that you have that right. And I, I make a point of saying in the blog post that I've done that this video is off of, look, if somebody was a, or is a, a cocaine addict or a, a addicted to alcohol, an alcoholic, right, uh, and they manage to uh, overcome that, you can be sure that it's a matter of choice if you argue that that per part of that person's identity is that they are, in fact, a uh, person with an addic addictive personality or a person who's addicted to a particular thing. So the point that I'm making is pretty obvious, I think, and it is, first of all, preference fit factors in. Second of all, choice factors in. There's no doubt that it, both of these factor into reality, right? There's no doubt of that. You can't get away from that. And so the point is, when somebody uses an expression, so that the, the thing that brought this conversation up in my mind was the fact that people were harping on uh, a certain individual, and I won't get into details, using the expression sexual preference and saying, wait, that's their identity. It's not a preference. It's, what the, it's how they identify. And my answer to that is, you may have an identity, and your identity may cause you to act in preference in certain ways. But in the long run, unless you make choices to act on that identity, it doesn't really matter that you identify in that way, and it doesn't really matter that there's a preference. Although, and this is the point, you, saying that a person has a sexual preference is not saying that they don't identify in a particular way. I'm going to say this again. Look, I identify as, well, I haven't said it before in this particular video, but you'll, you get the point. The point is, I'm going to say before what I have said again, and that is, look, I identify as a software developer, and that's because I took the time and the effort to acquire the requisite skills to be a software developer. I grant you that there were underlying things in my identity that made it more possible for me to do that, but I argue that a lot of what happened there was how I was actually raised, how I was brought up, and so forth, that that's, who, that's what made me who I am and made it possible for me to do those things. Is it any less a part of my identity that I am a software developer, that there's not like this physical, this uh, psychological... Uh, sociological bent per se within me to make me so right is it is it does it really matter that i inherited logical genes or is it really something that that uh that you should just assume is a part of my identity unless you wish to tell me that it's not which by the way that's one of the things i find interesting about identity is that a lot of people want to try and identify themselves. They want to self-identify. And I get that in a sense, but there's another sense in which I look at it and I go, you know, the thing about it is you can identify yourself as a car all you want, but people looking at you are not necessarily going to expect or assume that that's correct, right? I don't care if you stand in the garage and go vroom vroom. That doesn't make you a car. And it the fact that you identify as one doesn't make you one either, right? You could, it doesn't matter that you say, oh, I'm a car. It doesn't matter that you say, oh, I'm a dog, I'm a sheep, I'm a, a rabbit, whatever. None of that matters. 
The reality is you are what you are. And more importantly, the idea that you have the right to identify yourself and nobody else has the right to say, I fail to see how you can identify as that thing. You know, I'm sorry, but I, you know, I have that right. And that doesn't mean that you have to accept what I'm saying, agree with what I'm saying, or believe what I'm saying, but I still have that right. Okay, so this is this is another thing to keep in mind. But back to the original concept. Look, the original concept is this. Preference, choice. These are parts of who you will be identified as, regardless even how you identify yourself. But even in that case, right, you can identify yourself as, a, as an alcoholic, but you can also say, but my preference these days is to not drink and that I act on the, that preference. Those are my choices. This is what I choose. And the result is, even if I'm an alcoholic, I identify as a recovering alcoholic as opposed to an alcoholic as a result. Even if there's something internal to you that makes it so that you are prone to overindulge when you get involved in certain substances, even if that's true, it's also true that you can, quote, be recovering from that. And that's a very important consideration and something that has to be taken into consideration when people look at you and when you look at yourself. And the point is, if somebody looks at you and goes, that person's not al not an alcoholic, they don't know what's going on inside. And granted, you can identify as an alcoholic based on what's going on inside. But the reality is that you, uh, by preference, are not acting as an alcoholic and... Uh, that you are making choices in line with your, with that preference, right? And so those are pieces of your identity, who, what you choose to be, who you choose to be, in as much as you're able to actually be that thing and how you identify. These are things that factor into your identity, certainly where other people are concerned and really largely where you're concerned too, because if you don't prefer or choose something other than what's sort of naturally inside you, you may be a homicidal maniac, a serial killer or whatever, but you're not. Okay, I'm running out of time, so I'm going to go ahead and call it good for the day. Uh, thank you for watching my video. Thanks for tuning into the podcast if you're doing that. I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're having a good Friday. I hope you have a good weekend, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow. That should be Saturday, October the 17th. Thank you for tuning in, and we will hopefully see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Thanks for watching this video. Remember that you can like the video on YouTube and you can give me a rumble on Rumble if you want to do that. Uh, of course, you can also subscribe to my channel on both YouTube and Rumble. The channel would be Kurt's Religion and Politics. Uh, if you want to see more of my content, you can go to various places. The first of those places would be my blog. That's blogs.kpschubert.com. blogs.kpschubert.com. If you want to follow me on uh, Twitter... Um, parlororminds.com. You can look for my handle. I am at KP Schubert. That is at KP S H U B E R T. Uh, you can also see my Facebook page. That also is Kurt's Religion and Politics. Uh, I have obviously a YouTube and a Rumble account. Uh, my page, uh, my uh, channels on those accounts, pages, channels, whatever you want to call them, is Kurt's Religion and Politics. Um, I have. Uh, also, uh, if you want to support me, a Patreon account. I am Kurt's Religion and Politics there. Thank you for looking at my stuff. Remember, you can subscribe. Remember, you can click notifications. 
on the YouTube to make sure you're notified for uh, for new content. Uh, again, thanks for coming to visit my channel. Thanks for watching this video, and you have a great day. You've been listening to the Daily Summation podcast from the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels. Uh, this this is this has been the audio from a video. Uh, a clip that I put there on the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on YouTube and Rumble. I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. Uh, come back and visit me again. I'm going to try and put things here every day for as long as I'm able to do so. Hope your day is a good one. And yet again, thanks for listening.